Hello and welcome to Show Me Your Mic, the podcast that aims to talk to other podcasters about podcasting. For episode one, I'm joined by Dave Rupert of Shop Talk Show fame. This is uh, episode one or zero, beta, whatever, of Show Me Your Mic, the new podcast that I'm starting because I want to chat with other podcasters and figure out how to do this podcasting thing. So I figured we're all kind of learning as we go, I think, aside from maybe Leo Report. But uh, for episode one, I've got Dave Rupert here. Dave, hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Yes. That's awesome. I'm uh, honored to have you as guest numero uno um let's see bio i'll just read over your bio quickly so folks who maybe aren't familiar with you that's what's i think funny about sort of going on a tangent one minute sure. into the go show Head. this is it go let's go um is uh how the like and this is the internet at, at large too but there's like you know in one section one little community this guy this person can be insanely famous or known but then you go like one community over and it's like who the heck's that guy? Why would I pay attention to that person or whatever? You know, and not. Do you know what I mean? No, I no. I that fascinates me. The, the pockets of the internet are like the. I don't know. If they're they're like. Uh, Is it like tribes or whatever that? Yeah, that, cliques and yeah. tribes, and they just they 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 have kings that, that have mm-hmm. no influence outside. Yeah, of, totally. or, or whatever. You know, you just you're like, you know, people probably don't know Zeldman. You know, like, yeah. I don't know, SEO guys, they don't know Zeldman or something. Yeah. It's just wild to me. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, you go take even one step back and you're like, uh, a while back, Zeldman had tweeted me about, because he was in Canada or something, I'm in Canada, and I tweeted with him back and forth about Canada or something, and like, mentioned that to my wife, and you know, it's kind of cool, right? I don't know Zeldman, he doesn't know me, but he's in my industry, he's a peer, obviously, trailblazer, yeah. et cetera. And she's kind of like, go take out the garbage, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly yeah but, I, every and anytime i need a uh reality check i just uh ask my wife <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just i just talked to my wife about things i talked about today <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyways you're there is legitimate <laughs> legitimate things that you have done <laughs> yeah I'll I, stop there <laughs> full stop okay that's good yep full okay. stop <laughs> No, you're lead developer of Paravello, which is a three-person web design and branding shop located in Austin, Texas. Recently, just for some context, Paravello helped us, you know, a small client up-and-comer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Microsoft uh, yes, redesigned their homepage. I get that right? Startup out of Redmond, Washington. Right. So hopefully we'll hear good things from them someday. But if nothing <laughs> else, your web page support will catapult them into the next level, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, that's not why you're here, really. Um, you co-host the Shop Talk Show. Shop Talk? Sh- the Shop Talk yeah. Show? Shop Talk? <laughs> uh, the Shop Talk Show or shoptalkshow.com. Yeah, with Chris Coyer. I'm just bugging you because I know I was looking at it and I was like, the logo says Shop Talk Show, and I think the domain is Shop Talk Show. show. The and, URL is Shop Talk Show, yeah. but we just call it Shop Talk. It's there confusing. I know. We, it's, we really need to You should hire a branding and design agency. <laughs> We should. We need to lock it down. We're indecisive. It's it's fine. We're- yeah. It's a sound effects podcast, right? That covers web design and development. And on top of that, you also co-host the ATX Web Show, which is a podcast about web design development in Austin, Texas. That's and correct. That's so how are you doing today? Got you at I'm lunchtime, good. pre-lunch. Oh, yeah. This is great. Great. Um, and thanks for having me on here. I, I must confess, uh, podcast geekery is a very... Uh, good subject for me. I, I feel uh, this this podcast is going to be cool because I, I've we've talked before mm-hmm. uh, about podcast setups and how to do this and that and and what would be the most you know efficient thing for different situations and uh, it's you know I don't know I feel like the podcaster's legacy is always a struggle against your gear. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like. Uh, the constant battle of fighting your setup, you know. So this, I'm very excited to to help you kick this off. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's like, it's funny because like I have this mixer sitting here, and I did an episode with a friend, uh, another show I do that my brother-in-law. We just chat about stuff, but um, 
and the whole episode had just a little bit of static on it and like for no reason every other episode before that no static every episode since or other stuff i've done since then no static so it's just <laughs> and that's isn't that crazy yeah and it's not like I, a web design like i do you and i both do web design development in their day job and there i mean there's i mean there's issues obviously with different devices and stuff that's sort of the big thing now but you're still like uh a thing is yellow and it's yellow and it doesn't just change on you i guess you know you get into weird obscure devices that's where it gets weird but mm-hmm. yeah anyway so let's see I'll, i'm gonna run down my list sort of roughly like i said this is episode one so i'm sure by episode 10 i'll have a better plan of what works for <laughs> for discussion but i was just sort of looking at my own setup and thinking okay this is what we're going with so um basic stuff hardware that you're using so start with computer which i think yeah. is go ahead sorry oh i i so i've got quite a few computers here in the house but uh my main kind of podcasting setup is typically just uh, a mac i'm actually using a macbook air um for everything and yeah uh, and then uh because shop talk show is a live show and we do live broadcasting. Um, we usually had somebody like sit in, my coworker Reagan Ray, sit in on the call and and hit a broadcast button. Uh, he recently had a, a kid, um, a beautiful little girl. So he, his kind of, oh yeah. It, so that's great. But his, you know, <laughs> ability to push a button for us. Uh, <laughs> became a bit restricted. So, uh, um, but we're thankful for when he can still do it, but we switched over to, uh, um, got a Mac mini to broadcast and that's now, you know, I was using like another laptop to broadcast, but then the Wi-Fi signal was getting really bad. And so they dropped the broadcast. And so I just decided to get a Mac mini for broadcasting, um, just to, uh, have it hardlined into the router just to make sure that it couldn't drop signal unless, a catastrophic fail, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, ideally it would be offsite or on another internet connection, but kind of part of the shop talk show ethos is, uh, do as little as possible. So <laughs> that's we're kind of, uh, we, we just kind of want to like keep things low budget and just low, low effort. But, um, that's kind of recently been changing just due to some software and hardware malfunctions but yeah <laughs> yeah it's you can go low-key but then if it doesn't actually ultimately work then it gets frustrating yeah yeah i mean you know you mentioned leo laporte earlier but uh you know i don't want like a 14 million dollar setup like his or yeah. anything uh and i don't want to like try out every single mic there is, there is in in the you know the whole store on amazon or whatever but um i do i mean uh, there's, I feel like there's a, you know, kind of a, a medium range that you can get between quality and expense and, you know, it's a hobby for the most part, you know, so it, I'll probably keep sinking money into it, but thankfully, you know, the show has sponsors and stuff like that. So we can kind of yeah incrementally upgrade the quality as, as needed. Yeah. And you're, um, so with the computers, you're using a MacBook Air that is your recording device, right? So that's and, yeah. So and that's sort of note taking and what kind of stuff I guess are you doing on the MacBook Air that's in front of you? I mean, mostly it's set up the call, um, like uh, and, and there's yeah Skype, and then there's a live chat room. There's a uh, that's on Talk.io, TLK.io, mm-hmm. um, which is sort of like IRC, but it has faces. Um, so <laughs> it's. I mean, That's a free tagline it, you can just give to them, I guess. Right? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> giving away branding yeah. strategies here. <laughs> but that's a, it's a, uh, right now it's a free service. I, I'm sure they'll uh, like do a pro account thing um, eventually, but it, it's pretty cool. It's really served our needs in terms of uh, just kind of Twitter authentication. You can block people who are spamming it. You can, um, it just kind of adds a face in, in a community to the live shows. So, um, so we do a little bit of website management too, you know, getting in and we have a, a audio player, a live audio player on the website. So we do a thing where we actually flip a switch and hit live. And then we like, everyone has to refresh. That's terrible. I'll probably <laughs> have to switch that to like a JavaScript kind of thing. That's like, just says on air, off air, but, um, you know, I don't want to also 
long pole, everything. I don't, that's where technically the web tech kind of sneaks in here, but, Mm -hmm. um, but I'd like to maybe simplify that a bit because people really only go to the site one hour a day, you know, mm-hmm. or one hour a week. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. You're broadcasting. So then, and then, um, sorry, I'll, I'm going to jump in and, and back and forth here as you're talking around and stuff. Yeah, sure. I, so going from, um, your MacBook air, you have say audio streaming out to Skype and then your Mac mini, how does that connect to stuff? What's, that's streaming out the audio signal from, so you're talking with Chris on your MacBook air mm-hmm. through Skype. Yep. And audio comes out from that where, or what's going on. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, I'm not doing anything fancy, uh, from a, a mix minus sort of perspective or anything. Um, right now it's just straight. We're having, we just recently switched to everyone recording their own audio, um, using like hijack pro or, uh, we we have our guests use QuickTime or Sound Recorder, um, depending on what they're on. Uh, just because, uh, again, kind of back to the low budget thing, um, we want to make sure it's really low budget uh, for our guests as well. That's kind of a priority for us. We want to, um, how can you, I don't know the best thing to say here. We We want to make we don't want to burden our guests with like high tech. Does that make sense? Yeah. We don't want to be like, okay, now you have to buy a $500 headset <laughs> microphone thing and yeah. you know, just to be on our show or yeah. <laughs> we don't want to mail those out or anything like that. So we're, uh, yeah, we try to keep it really easy. So we avoided, you know, having our guests record any of their audio for a while. Um, and we would just Really, we do like call recorder or something for Skype. It was really budget. Um, and then once that rec- that would record to an AIFF, an AIF, is that what they call it? Yeah, AIFF. <laughs> <I've> never- <laughs> um, and so the AIF file would then, um, I would run that through. Somebody tipped me off. I forget his name and I really should credit him. Um, but uh, the internet. To run it through Levelator. Have you heard of this mm-hmm. piece of software? Yeah. Um, so you just run the AIFF file through Levelator and it would kind of rebalance the the audio to kind of bring everybody up to the same audio because that was a problem we were having. Um, and there's, yeah, so that was kind of how things were working um, prior to that, but we've, we've kind of switched over. We're doing all doing our separate tracks. We've got a guy, uh, mixing down episodes for us, uh, thankfully. So, uh, that's really helpful. Um, just trying to, uh, kind of trying to ease our burden so we can produce shows last, last year we produced, uh, 50 episodes in a year. So, I mean, that's only two weeks off and, you know, Chris and even myself to some degree have a had a pretty hectic travel schedule. So that's pretty impressive. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm amazed that we were able to get 50 episodes out. That's, that's really kind of spooky to me. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And that's the, one of the big, um, what's the word? Like not knocks against, I guess, podcasts that always disappear is that regularity, regularity that is needed. Otherwise you just kind of fade away. Like if you don't have a, if you don't stick to that kind of schedule people stop listening and forget about you is kind of what I've seen. So there's often, you know, you look in the iTunes podcast listing and there's, you know, thousands of shows in there and most of them, probably half of them, I don't know, have 10 episodes and then they're just done if they get to 10 or whatever, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, more credit for you guys for sticking it out and not like it's a burden. I think think that's a very common thing. Um, You know, I, it's the barrier to entry to podcasting is really, you know, small, you know, the, it's like, Hey, I, I have something important to say. <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy a microphone and, or just talk into my computer and like bingo, bingo, put it up on a WordPress and send that feed to iTunes. And then I'm done. I have a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the barrier to entry is really easy. It, I think it's that consistency in building listenership and community that is, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the fun part to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I really adore the shop talk community. It's fun to see people's names pop into the chat room and, you know, long time faces and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's something I'll get to. I want to talk to you a bit about is the just suggestions and ideas for 
what you've done with as far as building community. And I mean, there's a certain element of, you know, the work that you've done. No, we'll get to that later. <laughs> I'm, j- okay, I'm getting sure. ahead of myself. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> where was I going to say? Oh yeah. So st- I understand how you do the, uh, uh, recording, I guess, and, and putting out the podcast after the fact, as far as what you're doing for streaming live though. Um, mm-hmm. What, how do you get, is the Mac mini in on the Skype call? Is that how you're streaming it live out or do you run a feed from your computer to it or what are you doing? Yeah. So we've got like a, an extra Skype account that connects to the call. Um, and from that computer and I all remote desktop into it, um, VNC or for PC users. Uh, but I'll, I'll remote into it and basically I can control the computer like I'm sitting at it at a workstation. And because it's over my local network, it's pretty fast. Um, so I'll, I'll just go into the call, mute everything on the remote computer. And then, um, and then that computer, I'll hijack that with NiceCast. Uh, that's an app from, uh, hmm, I'm going to, it's Rogue Amoeba. I believe. Yeah, I think that's who it is. That's, I use it too, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Rogue Amoeba, they have an app called NiceCast, which is basically a, um, it's like a shoutcast server or broadcaster, uh, which I, I I wonder if there's Windows equivalents, because I do have a, like a Windows PC sitting right next to me that I could probably use. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just had the, the, the NiceCast software, so I was ready to go there. Um, I guess WinAmp would probably work, huh? Anyway, Ooh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, blast from the past there. Um, anyway, NiceCast works great. Uh, NiceCast, however, has an eight listener limit. So it has an eight connection limit. So I can start a server from that NiceCast machine and have like everyone tune into that, but it has an eight listener limit. And we realized that real fast, (laughs) you know, it's like launch day. We're doing a live show buddies. And it's like, People are just like, I can't connect. I can't connect. I can't connect. And you're just like, I'm sorry. There's only that's interesting. Really, I, I thought it was a limitation of just your bandwidth, but it actually is the nice cast. I think it's, itself. I think it's on the software. Yeah. yeah. So we had to like, interesting. Um, I think you can maybe jack it up, but then you know you're sacrificing your Skype call bandwidth unless yeah. you have a dedicated machine, right? Yeah. So, um, so from there we had to investigate. Um, Shoutcast servers. I think we maybe upped it to like, um, to a few, to like maybe we went up to thirty or something. But it took a while to find the setting. But um, we we decided to just kind of go the the pro route and like get a shoutcast server. Um, and we went with a company called WaveStreaming.com mm-hmm. or Net maybe. Um, yeah, dot com. They they're. Um, they're good. I, I found I found their interface to be the easiest um, compared to other shoutcast servers. I mean, you can get shoutcast servers for you know six dollars or something like that. It like really incredibly cheap. Um, this one's a bit ho- more high end, but uh, for me, it was all about the interface um, and and what that affords you. You know, you get like a map of your listeners when you're doing a live show and stuff like that. That's really. Uh, Again, back to the listeners, uh, that's kind of what I'm interested in is where people are tuning in from, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I took a screenshot one time and it was, you know, hundreds of people from all over the world tuning in at, you know, it had to be way past midnight their time, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was just <laughs> wild just to see who was connecting. So um, that was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool deal. I know there's some guy in, ah, uh, where is he at? I forget where it may be Australia. He wakes up at like five in the morning to listen to the show. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. So especially yeah, considering so. you can, you know, it's not like, <laughs> it's not a secret that the, he could download the show later and listen to it. Obviously, like he's obviously aware yeah. of that. Like, um, but there is that element of live. It's happening now. There's other people hap- listening to this with me and, and the chat room, like you said, that you guys build in or build into helps foster that. I think. And that's, yeah. 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 So I guess from the wave streaming, it's just a matter of like tapping into their uh, URL. They have some URLs that they give you. Um, actually, it took me a while to find it, but I actually had to use a special one that they don't document <laughs> um, to get it to uh, play on an HTML5 audio player. So that's what I was going to um, ask you because I know, I know, like we've talked offline that 
about wave streaming. So I had been using them a little bit too, but it seemed like I could only, you had to pay a hundred bucks a year on top of the regular fee if you wanted their special HTML player, like the one that they build. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. to get a fee, otherwise it's flash based, which, you know, kind of sucks obviously for mobile, half, yeah, and all that. mobile devices yeah. and flashless devices. Yeah. So. Yeah, so um, there's like a you get a domain, a subdomain, like so my subdomain dot wavestreamer dot net or wavestreaming or something. Yeah, and then you get a port. There's a special port that you have, and then um, and then it's slash live capital L capital L I V E, and uh, that's like your live URL, and that the HTML5 audio player can play. That said. Um, Every week or so, one browser, they like go in a rotation of who's going to break it. So like one week it didn't work in Chrome. One week it didn't work in Opera. One week it doesn't work in Firefox. It's just this like rotating brokenness thanks like thanks to HTML5 and really awesome companies out there. <laughs> so um, so it just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. We're, you know we have a podcast for web developers, you know, it'd be different if we were like CNN.com or something like that. But, yeah. uh, we have, so web developers understand browsers decide to break things periodically. So yeah, hopefully that'll iron out. And they're happy to switch back and forth. If it's yeah. Whereas yeah, the average user will just give up. Yeah. And it's, I know uh, for anybody who's looking into the streaming stuff, I, I know I've, like I said, I've played with it a bit and it is a bit confusing because there's showcast things and there's waves, the streaming things and you have to, connect all this stuff together and have software and um it's not like it's i think there's some there's a certain amount of um what's the word not novelty but like fun t- to the idea that you're going to stream live to the internet right now and you know hearkening back to radio and stuff like that but it is like i think uh wave streaming is there what 30 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month depending on the plan yeah, Somewhere it's about there. thirty bucks a month. So, and that'll get you up to five hundred listeners, I think. So they have a secret plan. You can find it for twenty bucks. That'll go to a hundred listeners. So, oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, so that's cool, um, and that should work. But um, you just have to dig for it. Yeah, it's somewhere buried in their system. But um, we, we, I mean, thankfully we've passed the hundred listener limit live, so we had to uh, beef it up. But yeah. yeah. That's a good little tip. That's I mean I, I remember back what who was it thirty seven signals I think used to do that with Basecamp where they'd have like down in the fine print you can also get this one plan with one project and kind of a neat yeah that's exactly stuff. how it was it was yeah. like view you know view our plans and you click there and it's really confusing and then it's like and here's the secret one you never heard about it's like so. the guy around the corner whispering to you <laughs> yeah, yeah he's got like a trench coat like, hey man. <laughs> You have less than a hundred listeners. Check this out. <laughs> um, and where was going to go? Oh, Mike's. So, what do you? Again, keeping with the lo-fi stuff. I think that's maybe it's. I think it's really good actually that you're episode one because I think if uh, if I don't know, not that I'm going to be talking with Leo Laporte anytime soon. I don't think, but you know, <laughs> someone like on that level, it's just kind of like barrier to entry is so high, and like how do I? It's not even worth starting. Whereas I think you're at that great point of you've put a bit of money into this, but it's not like so insane that you had to mortgage your house or something to get started. So, which I think is really what podcasting is born in, but anyway, so Mike microphones. Yeah. Um, so can I give you a brief history of microphones? (laughs) Um, so I started out with a, a Yeti, um, microphone, um, the, the blue Yeti and I loved it. You know, it's really regal. It looks like a podcast, right? Um, but I was getting like terrible ground interference and stuff like that from it. And I don't think I realized it for a while, but it was just kind of like had this constantly had this low, like, you know, um, which can be from my surroundings. Like I live kind of near a highway, so I I maybe have a little bit of highway rumble behind me. So I, and I've tried to buy the biggest I, I literally bought the biggest windows you could buy, like the thickest windows you could buy <laughs> for my house, selfishly just for this. But uh, it that doesn't. That came with it, the uh, Microsoft money, did it? No, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need money. the rim shot for. <laughs> shot yeah, but it, I can I can cue that up. But um, <laughs> so I had the Yeti microphone, and uh, and, and that was going well. Um, 
but I decided to upgrade to a Rode Podcaster because I figured that's that's got podcaster in the name. <laughs> everyone everyone recommends it, and I yeah. I do too. Uh, I loved it. But then, um, so one of the key parts of the Shop Talk show is what you just mentioned: the soundboard. Um, here mm-hmm. I can boot it up for us. I have it right here. Hold on. Um, so we have this soundboard. It's it's pretty hokey. It's pretty like morning show, you know, like um, stuff like that. You know, it's <laughs> did that come through? Yeah, or maybe that. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's pretty hokey, like sound effects that that happen throughout the show. Uh, we love it. We think it's really fun, and we also play audio calls through that, like recorded MP3s uh, into the show through that. So we were using the software-based one uh, from from Ambrosia Software um, called Soundboard.app, and it would work on OSX, and it was just fine. Um, and then I re- upgraded to Mountain Lion um, on my operating system, and that broke, like because they changed all their audio APIs and in, in Mountain Lion and like app permissions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the 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 software. Um, oh, is that you or is that me? Oh, maybe that's I don't me. know. That's <laughs> Speaking of soundboard, is that you? I went to their website. Sounds Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You didn't hear the moose in the background. The uh, <laughs> no, that's I went to Ambrosia Software's webpage, and apparently they have an autoplay video. <laughs> I was just, I figured <laughs> you were just like queuing up some audio behind yourself to like. I just wanted to make it more dramatic. Set the mood. Yeah, set the mood. <laughs> um, so I was using that. Yeah, there you go. There I was. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, so I like <laughs> software just totally crapped out on me and you guys know how it goes. It's just like one minute you're up, the next minute you have nothing. Yeah. Um so we uh tried to um we we just kind of had to audible like really bad. So I actually made a soundboard out of HTML and then <laughs> um and I like would pull the website up on an iPad and then uh I went out and I bought so at this point like at that point, I went out and I bought like a, a mixer, like so I could analog in the the iPad, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from the headphone jack. Well, at that point, when you analog in, you can't like use two different interfaces, like a USB one and a an USB two, to like send to Skype or anything. So I had to then switch to an analog mic that I would plug in, and I have this old, it's a Sterling. I got to look at the back of it. Yeah. It's like a Sterling Audio ST51, I think is or ST51. And so it's it's maybe a $70 microphone. It's really not that great. <laughs> uh, so it's but it was just something like my my wife and I record some music sometimes for her dad or whatever uh just to make him happy and we we figured uh, like let's do let's just kind of um so we had this mic around, right? The little dynamic mic and, um, it's good. It's, it's just not like professional by any means. So anyway, so I'm running that and the soundboard through an Alesis multi-mix USB, uh, four channel mixer. So, and I'm occupying two channels through that. Here's where the plot thickens. Are you ready, Chris? I think I saw just catching up here. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Uh, sending it through the Alesis Multimix 4. And then I was running headphones back out through the Multimix 4, and I, you know, to like monitor myself. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Turns out there's there's a malfunction. Like the, they placed the headphone volume pod in the mixer too close to the power supply. So when you crank up the volume on the <laughs> headphones, it causes interference to all the channels going out to the USB or whatever. <laughs> so mid show, mid live show, Chris and I would be talking and then my vo- my voice would like turn to a robot and just start cracking and like just fall apart completely uh, for no reason. We, we had no idea why. Um, and that's part of the reason we had we switched to like splitting up our audio and we have a guy mixing us down now. Uh, but it, there's like due to faulty wiring in this thing. And, you know, I could go to Radio Shack and solder on a new transformer or something like that, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so I've just started routing all my audio uh, through software back to myself through like a, the headphone jack on the computer. 
So, right. and that's all that I tried a few different, like, uh, I tried an, a PreSonus, uh, audio box, I think they're called, or PreSonus, um, just a little two channel, you know, kind of like guitar recorder deal. Cause that's mm-hmm. basically the setup I have is like a guitar and a microphone. Um, but then you can't pipe stereo into a s- Skype call and they have like, they do it left channel is channel one, right channel is channel two or whatever. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just, I had a hard month with <laughs> hardware <laughs> January, but, uh, I think I've got, if I run it without the volume, I, the headphone volume, the Alesis Multimix 4 is working for me, but a little less than ideal if you, if, if you could imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. I think that's where, uh, well, I know you and I chatted on Non-Breaking Space Show, another podcast but uh, that I'm involved with, but uh, I think around that time, I remember either Chris Coy or, or maybe it was you that pinged me with a question like, Dave's having a meltdown. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, well, so... Absolutely. So yeah, we're just trying to figure out like, again, back to like low budget, what can we keep simple and mm-hmm. make use of what we have? But, um, um, I say low budget, but what I really mean is lean startup, right? That's what I really, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're keeping things lean. Right. Um, but we, uh, yeah, I just want to avoid a degree of complexity. I mean, I know you have quite the setup you have like, um, you know, 16 channel mixer or something with like multi mix, you know, you're doing mix minus through different calls and stuff like that. Um, and we may get there. Um, but it's, we're just trying to keep things simple because it's just two guys kind of right now. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, I think that's where I think for anybody listening, I was kind of like, I started into this, uh, not this is about you, not about me, but the, oh, yeah. the, I started into it coming off the tails of like, you know, the Leo ports and then Dan Benjamin with five by five and stuff he's doing there. And it was kind of like, okay, that's the, that's the, the, uh, Mark, I guess is what they're doing. And there was, the, certainly there's a lot of other podcast people around, but on my radar anyways, it's kind of like, that's where I want to get to. So why not jump to that? And it was a good excuse obviously to buy gear and have fun with and I like to play guitar and stuff too and so it's fun to have some of that stuff around for goofing around but I think for anybody listening who's thinking about doing this stuff where you're starting and that's where that is where I started too using audio hijack and Skype and uh, I forget what else and then kind of just bumped up against limitations just for me personally it wasn't like it was really that bad for anybody listening I'm sure but you know you know how it is you just kind of like you, you see or hear something and you want to try it out. And, and for me, I think half of the fun of podcasting is playing with all the knobs and the dials and, but then getting frustrated with all the knobs and dials and wishing it was simpler too. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's the, the, uh, the great podcasters dilemma is like, <laughs> if I spend another like two, $300, I could fix this one little thing that's bothering me, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or even $500,000. And so you're just like, Dang it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's always it, something on the horizon and yeah. Yeah. There's always, you know, CES happens every year and <laughs> you know, you're always like looking around like, geez, did they release something? So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm, it's, it's fun. It's just a fun topic to see what people have set up and, and what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm hope you know, I, I don't, I recently popped into the happy cog Austin offices and they were kind of showing me their setup and, uh, Ryan Ireland is there and he's got, they just sunk a big bunch of money, <laughs> a bunch of money, uh, you know, a fair amount into like a little <laughs> podcasting studio, you know? Um, and it's pretty, it's just cool to see what other people are doing. It's, it's really, uh, gratifying, I guess you might say voyeuristic, yeah. but yeah, that's nice. That's actually uh, Ryan. I talked to him because at your suggestion too. Actually, he's going to come on a future episode of this, assuming that the show continues beyond <laughs> episode one. But uh, yeah, he's going to come on a future episode once they've sort of set up their gear and got everything sorted and sort of talked through some of their stuff. So that that'll be something to look forward to, I guess. As far as like a, here's what you do with a bigger budget. <laughs> I'm yeah, presuming. no. And, and what's cool is uh, there, you know, and this is kind of the nature of the community as well. Like. Uh, you know, they're very, they're like, Hey, you should come in. I do the podcast, the ATX web show. It's a podcast about, uh, Austin's web design development scene. And, um, they've, they've offered, Hey, you should come in and do that here and broadcast from here. And I just, you know, that's really cool of them. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, so we'll maybe have to, I'll maybe book some time there, but, uh, that's just, you know, it's just supportive to, uh, really, they're very open with their, their toys there. So, um, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll take them up on it, but then I'll no doubt get like addicted to higher quality (laughs) audio. And then, then Chris, then then I'll have to like, whatever I'll have to, my wife will put me on a budget for uh, Oh no, that's a good good problem to have. Yeah. Um, let me just think. Anything as far as so you're recording each record, everybody's recording their own thing into the various whether it's like we listed some of the apps you're using, and so you're not necessarily using a uh, like a an editor per se. You have someone else who's helping you with that. As far as like something like Logic or um, Pro Tools yeah. or whatever GarageBand. Yeah. This um, guy Aaron reached out to us, and he's uh, he's doing it all in uh, Logic, and we just do a really simple three, two, one hit record uh, setup, and he he's doing fine with it. So um, the timing seems good and in sync, and so um, it's cool. He's he does a He's like in a band, so he does a lot of touring. So I think he just does make mixes episodes on the road. So that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of the dream life, you know, you get a drum all night and then you like just mix a few podcasts to make, make up some money to go touring on. So yeah, kind of cool. So, um, um, and then going from there, I guess where I'm not trying to rush too explicit, too fast, but I just don't want to make yeah. sure I cover some of this. The, um, Hosting your files, let's go there. Um, that's always a question people have is like, what do I do? Do I just upload it to my shared host, like say DreamHost or whoever you might have for a web hosting for your site? Um, what are you, and Libsyn is another one I've heard thrown around. What What do you guys use for? Yeah, um, so we do, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people like suggest like, why don't you put it on archive.org or something like that? And uh, for me, like, <laughs> My our fart sound podcast isn't important <laughs> enough to be up on archive.org. But um uh you, we, so right now we put it all on an S3 and uh the original idea there was just to monitor uh input output of the show. Uh, I mean, maybe you have some tips but like getting podcast stats is tough. Mm-hmm. Like really reliable stats. I mean, uh you know you can put it up on iTunes, but then there's like the question and no one seems to know the answer. Does iTunes like cache the feed? Do they, you know, hit the feed every time somebody requests the file, you know? Um, so there's really not like a great way to gauge hits. So, um, so what we're doing is just kind of the lame man's, um, uh, way you just like, is that layman's? I think it's layman, layman? not layman. (laughs) Sorry. No, No. layman. Not, not lame man. Lame yeah. man. I apologize. <laughs> that's horrific. Okay. <laughs> if that's right. the worst thing you say on this podcast, then I think we're doing good. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Layman's. Why? Um, way we, we just uh, kind of get the bandwidth bill and then we kind of divide it by the, the amount of kilobytes we uploaded that month or, or have total. Oh, interesting, yeah kind of abstract a number of listens and um we're using a so on um on the wordpress side of things we're use that's what we use for cms um and what we're using there for we're using a plugin called podpress yeah podpress and um they do um they do some stats for you they'll like give you some charts and graphs and stuff um that works sometimes, but they give you some charts and graphs and, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and I think those numbers pretty much reflect what we're getting in terms of download. Like we were able to kind of, you know, look at those numbers and times them out and, and kind of get a, uh, yeah, we, we just sort of said, Hey, that's a fair price. So, um, just kind of, checking your stats. So we're kind of going off of the pod press stats right now. So, uh, I think we we feel pretty comfortable with that. Although, you know, it is sort of a shot in the dark, you know, are you under, are you over, you know, is it counting robots? I don't know. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, I know I heard, uh, I'm trying to remember, I was trying to find it here, but I can't, I'm sure somebody out there could find it, but, uh, there's a episode of five by five, uh, or one of the shows on five by five that Dan had done. Uh, Dan Benjamin, five by five. If anybody's listening, I'll put a link in the show notes here. But uh, that uh, 
where he's talking about stats and they, he took their stats stuff in house and, you know, did some sort of custom thing and was saying how in his, he's done more research than I have. And, and I would trust what he's found, but that stats across the board are fairly unreliable and, you just everybody it's kind of like one of those known things in the industry and you kind of just have to deal with it and assume everybody else's is off by a similar percentage <laughs> and so yeah i've been yeah. using uh like for my stuff and then for non-breaking space i i we use accounts with libsyn.com which is a just a cdn basically but all they do is podcasts and so uh, to be honest i haven't actually looked back and tried to do any sort of real comparison of numbers to see how accurate they are and so someone with maybe a bit more time or knowledge with, with that kind of stuff might be able to tell me, but that's sort of what I've been using. Um, cause I think back in the day, anyways, Leo Laporte, I'm sure he's built his own thing, but that's sort of what he used. And I figured, ah, if that's good enough for him, good enough for me. And it's your typical, you know, pay 20 bucks a month. And what's nice about them is you upload the, the, you have, you're paying per month for, not for download bandwidth or anything like that, but just for storage and everything mm-hmm. after 30 days, everything drops off. So you upload a hundred meg file if it's a really long podcast or whatever. And, uh, and then after 30 days, that doesn't count against your storage quota anymore, but you can still keep downloading it and get stats on it and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, um, yeah, you're free to depend on your plan, obviously free to upload as much as you want and you're not pay, you don't pay per, per download or per, Megabyte or, gigabyte or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, we we um on Shop Talk we got spammed. Like somebody hot linked the the file um to one of our episodes and caused it to get downloaded over like forty thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you that's where S three is. That's backfire, we right? got hit with the yeah. two hundred dollar bill. Yeah. I mean, which. You know, we were able to recover, but it, you know that was something to consider when you're going into the the S3 route. You know, yeah. Um, I've kind of thought about like Cloudflare; they do CDN stuff. You know, mm. um, and maybe that's what I want. You know, maybe it's like I pay twenty bucks and I just send it outwards um, horizontally, not like one one static thing in the cloud I'm just trying to evaluate what I what I need you know Mm -hmm. people tend to download podcasts right so like they typically go on a device although you know user feedback might suggest that people listen quite often in the in the browser but um uh yeah I want to maybe think about using a different service maybe I'm overpaying for s3 but it just seems like the right thing in terms of like i don't know it seems like the professional route but it's probably the expensive route if that makes <laughs> sense well i think you're, it's kind of it's one of those things where i i run into this with my own stuff at ssktn.com where this is hosted through and there's so much like the website the recording the scheduling the you know all the stuff that goes into producing a podcast at the end of the day i like i just did a a sort of a hack redesign of SSKTN.com. And I was spending so much time on the redesign, I didn't have time to do any podcasting. It was kind of like, oh, I just, screw it. I just need to get this site yeah. up because I'm not doing the thing here that I wanted to do. And, and same thing like with what you're saying. Like you can, there's infinite amount of research you could do on the different services. And at the end of the day, you got to just do something, try it. And until something better comes along or you hear a recommendation, you try it out and yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely, that's my advice to anyone who like comes to me and says like, Hey, I want to do a podcast. What do I need? And stuff. And I'm like, what you need to do (laughs) is record four episodes like in a row, like, or five, five would be better. And like record five episodes, let them be terrible. And then start like making (laughs) optimizations. Cause you know, I, too many, Chris, too many people in this world are going out and buying fancy microphones <laughs> and only recording two shows. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's a tragedy. We should, uh, we should, <laughs> it should be a, a podcaster support group or yeah, we should post podcast like a Susan Sarandon or something. Yeah. Film a commercial or, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> with some <laughs> sad music in the background, <laughs> bunch of Ken Burnsy pans. Of, yeah. Of podcasters crying behind a microphone, dusty mics and mixers, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> okay, uh, let's. I'm going to do ten more minutes here. I'm just trying to figure out where we might go with. Um, well, with something that 
I guess the whole scheduling angle of stuff where you've got, and it's something when somebody's thinking of planning a show, are you going to have guests? Are you going to have just you and a co-host? Or is it just going to be you talking to yourself? Um, and I've gone, I've done every gamut of those type of shows and I can't do the ones where I just talk to myself cause I, it just, I go batty and I think it sounds mm-hmm. terrible, but, um, yeah, you guys with shop talk, you're, you're scheduling a, a different guest, but then you also mix it up with just a, you call it a rapid fire where it's just Q and a, Actually, and I wanted to play a little clips for somebody in case they hadn't. So I'm just going to drop into the last episode. I don't know where what we're going to hear here, um, but just so somebody can hear what the Shop Talk show actually sounds like. Start uh, like modularizing your CSS, right? Um, so then, let's say you have dot module dot foo, and you know no modules across the site have dot foo anymore, or even that module dot module. I don't know module bananas you have no module bananas on your whole site anymore why did i pick bananas this is really weird (laughs) but you have no module bananas on your site anymore like you killed that feature just then you can rip out the whole block of css you know um so i I think like that's a, a very good step in the right direction um you know go ahead I'm just kind of like looking around at some links and stuff that talk. About. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for Chris to jump in at some point. I couldn't just so somebody yeah, can hear me just talking. <laughs> Which no, <you've... laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah. No. So shop talk is me and Chris Goyer and mm-hmm. typically a guest, like you said, um, we find that formula really works for us. Um, uh, we wanted to keep it very um, lighthearted and, and, you know, there are those one man podcasts, you know, um, and those are tough. Those are tough for me to get through. Uh, so I, I think I feel like, you know, having multiple voices is better. And, you know, you if if you play that exact clip, uh, <laughs> you hear me and no doubt you've heard me say this, like, say, like, um, you know, I say that a lot and it's really bad. So if you have other people on your show who don't do that, you sound better or you just sound infinitely worse. So, uh <laughs> But what I was getting at, I guess, is the, you know, breaking it up that way. I think I've, uh, in the various shows I've done, it's you, like if you're, if you're relying on a co-host and they're not as committed as you, then it's just tough because you, one of you wants to do it, the other one doesn't. And it just dies out because eventually one of you quits, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, and then the alternative of always having a guest is, you know, like sort of what I'm up against with this show, so to speak, is that. I have to wait for somebody's schedule to line up with mine and it's a bit harder to do that consistent thing. Cause I mean, Dave's a busy guy, but luckily I was able to slot him in here. And so, um, and that tension, I guess, of that, of those two things. And, uh, uh I know with non-breaking space show we, where we do like Christopher Schmidt has been awesome as far as doing scheduling and arranging folks and slotting them in and stuff like that. But, but it is a lot of work and, and that's something I don't think people recognize maybe when they're, listening to like say shop talk show or, or shows like that where just like oh, a couple of buddies there they work in the web design industry they're always sitting at their computer anyways might as well they can just turn on skype and chat it's not no big deal so yeah i mean credit to chris chris does all the booking uh for the show so he's he's on top of it uh so yeah we i mean i think one thing that helped us and maybe i don't know if this will help you or somebody else but setting a time for the show um, mm-hmm. like this is our time we're flexible, but really we try to do it here. Um, you yeah. know, and we may have to switch to a Wednesday because Chris and I both fly out on a Thursday for some reason or something like that, but for a conference or whatever, but we try to just nail it down. This is when we record, this is when the show is. So everyone can kind of protect that time. Um, and, and that, I feel that that works, you know, and, and most people, you know, getting guests and stuff like that. Uh, you know, somebody who works for a company, a company's not going to like say, no, you can't be on a podcast employee and say our name yeah. on this <laughs> podcast that goes out to people, you know, like it's free marketing for companies and, my, and you know, kind of, but, um, that, that's, so I feel like it's very much like we need to, um, I, I feel like everyone's amicable. Everyone would love to come on. I, I don't think we've had a single guest who's refused. So that's kind of (laughs) cool. I don't want to talk to Dave. (laughs) Not this guy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then as far as uh, the sponsor question, that's, I know it's always like a, or often seems like 
the money and the that whole thing. And it's the same in the web design industry, I know too, like trying to nail down how much somebody charges for a website is this mythical unicorn. And justifiably so, I'm not knocking the <laughs> knocking mm-hmm. our industry. Yeah. Like it is it should be a bit complicated and not just a simple this amount per pixel. But uh um yeah, from where you started obviously and like I was alluding to earlier, you you know, you do both have you've brought from your web design industry careers brought an audience with you, so to speak, from you know, Twitter followers, people who read your blog, Chris, obviously, you know, CSS tricks and stuff. Um, but still approaching a, a sponsor for a new show and, and, and then as it grows, how have you guys sort of navigated those waters? Um, yeah, you know, it's been, um, it's been interesting. I mean, really it's, uh, it's mostly through Chris, like CSS tricks and, um, you know, we even people email and say, I want to be on the CSS tricks podcast. <laughs> you know, and it's like, Oh, well, okay. Uh, that's fine. Um, wait, are you but, just telling me there's going to be a John Lennon, Paul McCartney, you know, split here? <laughs> no, CSS tricks is the, no, we're, Yoko we're just fine. We're just fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, Chris has spent years yeah. doing great work at, at, um, uh, CSS tricks. So, um, we initially just reached out to some friends who have, uh, companies and then, uh, you know, your coworker or co-host <laughs> guy, cohort partner in crime, Christopher Schmidt, um, Co-ho. he's come on board, uh, to sponsor cause he runs a bunch of conferences throughout the year. I mean, he's got a conference every other month. It seems like whether they're online summits or in-person conferences, uh, and those are, He's got, you know, half a dozen or more conferences that run throughout the year. And he's come on for, he's by far our most consistent long-term sponsor. And uh, we've loved having him uh, and his company, Environments for Humans, come on the show and sponsor. Actually, yeah, I'll bleep that because he hasn't agreed to sponsor this show yet. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. understand. Get money, get paid. (laughs) Uh, So we've had, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, uh, just long-term kind of sponsors uh, throughout uh, just kind of what we've been doing. And so, um, you know, and there, there's people we've come across from the show, uh, Gene Crawford, he's going to be sponsoring because he runs a Converge, SE, uh, Converge conferences all over the country now. So uh, it's just kind of, you need to find that where the audience, you know, meets your your interest and and for us it's uh usually like web tools for freelancers or conferences and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that's that's sort of where it's been um there there is a bit of an onus you know to put to for um for listenership you know to put the, the the proof of of burden on the the podcaster for how many listeners and stuff you have. And back to the stats thing, yeah. you just try to get whatever you can just so you can throw out a number to people. But it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I, uh, the ATX web show has been around for five years. We've been out and able to land a consistent sponsor yet. Um, we're talking to some people now, but it's been, uh, geez, we made maybe $150 total in in 55 episodes uh over five yeah five years now so so at an hour an episode times yeah 150 i don't know how, yeah. how to do math but. minus what i'm paying to get it mixed down now so you know it's <laughs> i'm like negative a hundred dollars already so Shh, it, we won't talk about it. <laughs> it's it's fine i'll write yeah. it off no. um <laughs> uh yeah yeah so i'm uh I, yeah, the ATX web show is really labor of love, and that's what it is probably for most independent podcasters yeah. and even professional podcasters. But uh, I, it does take you know you you got to have that salesman, and, and thankfully Chris handles again handles booking and all that for us. So um, takes takes somebody who can really just say like I think it's worth this, you know, yeah. without undervaluing and or overvaluing. So yeah, and it goes back to I think too like we were discussing earlier is just the all the different roles you really have to take part in if you want to have a, I don't know what successful means. I mean, each person has to define that. It could be just having your mom listen to your podcast and that's maybe all you want, (laughs) or you want Mm -hmm. to have a hundred thousand listeners and subscribers or sponsors and stuff. But um, there is so many different roles to it. That's not just sitting down and chatting with your buddy on Skype, but maybe it is. And that's, you're fine there too. So I I think another important thing is to carve out a space for it. Um, 
which is something I don't do on the ATX web show, uh, but something we did for the Shop Talk show. We were very intentional. Like we're going to have two sponsors, limited to two sponsors. Uh, and then when we like, uh, sometimes we don't have a sponsor, but sometimes you know episodes are sponsored by uh, CodePen, Chris's um, project that that he runs on the side. You know, uh, yeah. Just because you know I, the idea that like this show is brought to you by a company, you know. When Chris was working at Wufu, we had some sponsored by Wufu because they literally give Chris an hour off to go do this, you know? So, yeah. And sometimes I think what you're sort of getting at too is that idea that um, I think you almost need to give an example of what a sponsorship looks like. Like, so even for this, I mean, not to go too meta here or whatever, but (laughs) with this episode, I'm not doing that right now, but you know, I could or should maybe have like a sponsor break in the middle brought to you by whatever my business lemon productions or something you know and and mm-hmm. just to give the idea of how this works it i think it sets the tone that you do you do you are sponsored and whether people know that it's just internally you're writing off that hour or you're giving yourself an hour or maybe it's brought to you by your wife who allows you to spend an extra hour <laughs> yeah on the yeah. podcast or whatever and um like you said carve out the time for it so people see how it would look because totally it's hard for them to imagine especially i don't know what you're like i mean working within the web industry now it's podcasting isn't that foreign an idea but you step too far out of that and you know go and approach a local business for appearing on a podcast and they'll just stare at you blankly like they don't know what you're talking about and why would they want to do that and so yeah yeah. exactly yeah i mean i think i think it's really just a matter you know carving out that space i mean if you think did you ever watch dig nation i mean that was my big inspiration but oh yeah totally the way those guys did advertisements just it was awesome. It made me, I mean, it made me sign up for Netflix. It made me like use a lot of the things I use today, like Media Temple and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like I was purely influenced by them. So, uh, you know, I feel like podcasting advertisements go a long ways, you know, no doubt. But, um, uh, you know, mostly just because it's like, oh, these are people I like. And they're, anyway, I'm just saying if you run a podcast, Carve out some advertisement because yeah. you're worth it. You're worth it. You're worthwhile. Where's that music? I need that music again. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, and I think that's and also I would say too for some not to turn into the theology of podcasting show here, but uh, the uh, definitely don't get into it for the money. I think like you with oh <laughs> oh oh dear, please don't misconstrue. Yeah, because it's, it's I mean like I you know you like you bring like we talked a joke about. Um, audience and bringing stuff not joking but we talked about uh bringing an audience to it and you know you have your your twitter followers and chris has his twitter followers and people who read his blog and they they bring you guys both bring an audience to it and that is a a starting off point i think that not everybody gets to begin with and you guys have earned that obviously but so to just start off with a podcast because you heard you know dan benjamin talking about apple stuff and you think i could talk about apple stuff and it's it is a tough slog and so it's but it's all awesome fun and too. I think like I've met so many great, awesome people just because I've gotten into podcasting. I haven't made a whole lot of money or nearly any money off of it, but it's just a fun, fun yeah, thing. Yeah, so. exactly. There's got to be this hobby element, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you talk about like Dan. I mean, Dan has been a developer like since forever, you know. Yeah. Like a very accomplished developer since like the early 2000s maybe even earlier uh and then he uh you know like if you wanted to learn how to install rails on your computer you went to dan's blog i mean like dan like (laughs) established himself and then he had this like podcasting thing he liked to do and you know and that was his hobby and then he's just finally you know quit his job and and just went full-time into podcasting so um you know it's this is in, but he, you know, he had like Gruber and people lined up for this, you know, it's not like yeah. he just like bailed, you know, full-time podcasting. It's, it's tough work. I, I think that's what people don't understand. I mean, you're, you're looking probably about six hours of production per episode, you know, like, and, and you, whether that's you're doing it or you're having somebody mix it down, you know, you just kind of got to figure out that's what it's going to take, you know, mm-hmm. um, Maybe you're faster, but that's what it takes me on average five to six hours. Just like blog posting, recording, yeah, mixing, yeah, yeah. It's tweeting. all those things. That's yeah, 
then that's the part that, and especially when you think about doing it week after week after week, which like you said, do a, do five episodes or do 10 and see how, like the whole process, don't put it in iTunes even, just do it yourself on your own blog and uh, your own po- website. And do you like the mechanics of having to always upload this, F- this file to your FTP or S3 or wherever and pasting the URL and make sure you name it and album art and yeah. But it's yeah. all, I, <laughs> I worry that maybe we're painting a depressing picture of podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's the fun stuff. If you're yeah. into it, you're into it. But <laughs> It's kind of like, there's a, a line, I don't know, you said like your coll- colleague had just had a kid and there's, we have three kids and everyone like, as parents, you kind of complain about kids. You're like, oh, they keep you up all night and they blah, 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 and they puke and then they need this and they need that. But no, kids are awesome. Like, it's great. I would, wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. When I was having all those equipment failures and I was stressed out, it's just because you just want to do your hobby. You, yeah. You just want to have, the, you like doing it. So, and then you're just upset that things aren't working. That's, that's yeah. it. So, so uh, I was thinking of ending with, um, and I didn't warn you ahead of time, but uh, tell me your life. St- no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking, what are some of the podcasts you listen to that, uh, you enjoy whether it's regularly or just listen to one occasionally or or whatever yeah um here i'll crack up my instacast here um That's good, good i i've been listening to a lot but i don't um i i've been kind of tapering off because i had like an unlistened to of like over 100 so i had to <laughs> unsubscribe some, from some stuff but um podcasts i listen to regularly um bizcraft with unmatched style mm. um unmatchedstyle.com slash bizcraft it's carl smith and gene Mean Gene uh, Crawford, and they talk about business and how to run your web business and, and you know, uh, contracts and stuff like that. It's really entertaining. Um, I think it works well. It translates well to freelance podcasting and stuff like that, how to yeah. bill people, uh, stuff like that. Um, I, I also listen to the East Wing pretty religiously. Um, the East Wing is a podcast by Tim Smith, um, and Tim's a, a young gun. He's a, a younger guy, but man, he just, he nails it. He really does a good interview. He does a good podcast. It's really calm, tranquil. Uh, and, and he has a good conversation with a lot of industry people. Um, non-breaking space. Uh, I have all I, that. That's a good one. I'm admittedly quite a bit behind. Uh, and then I have a bunch of other ones um, that I won't going to uh they're like javascript show uh ruby show stuff like that but uh peter cooper and uh jason i forget jason's last name uh anyway they're good um there's this podcast called brain spill from the uk uh i don't know if you're familiar but tim and simon's brain spill tim and simon.co.uk it's non-technical uh but it's just hilarious it's two uh, british guys just I don't know. They're just having fun. It's pretty, I don't know. It's kind of funny, childish humor. And then I'll, I'll pitch this one because no one really knows about it. Uh, but my friend runs a podcast called F That Movie. <laughs> F That Movie. And it's him and two of his friends. And they just get uh, kind of drunk and talk about movies. <laughs> And mostly like sneaking into movies like blockbusters and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> it's just they're on like episode 70 or 80 now. And um, I've listened to maybe the last like I caught in at like 50. But man, it's just entertaining. And I know one of the guys. So it's that much more entertaining because they just give each other a hard time. It's that's, you know, you love the characters, don't you? Mm-hmm. After you listen to some shows. so Yeah. But those are my, I have a few more, but I've just kind of tapered off on a few and, um, yeah, that's, that's it. Oh, that's a good list. Good variety. And, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I like, yeah. I like the frequency with, uh, or the, uh, what a Ben and Patty show. Oh five yeah. By five. <laughs> uh, I like the frequency, but it's a daily show. And so it just, it's too much like time for me. You know, it's, it's, I don't have, I don't have the hours for a daily show. So, yeah. Um, but but I love it. I just love the report. I think they're just hilarious. So, yeah, he just actually I think it was yesterday or the other day they're doing like the news uh, sort of sub sub podcast of the frequency. Okay. So like okay. it's a they record. I, apparently, I just listened to a, like a five. It's a five minute version of the frequency where they just kind of go over the news kind of thing. So oh well, that might be more up my alley then. But um, I, 
but you probably don't get quite as much banter, I guess. But, but yeah, I know it's tough. That's a that's a whole other discussion, I guess, of how often you should record because I find that, that too. And maybe we're we're anomalies because we're people who podcast and then also listen to podcasts. And so, like, you just get so behind because you're trying to consume all this great stuff or listen to all this great stuff, but then still actually recording your own stuff. And yeah, yeah, plus, yeah. No, plus day good job <laughs> pacing and time limits and lengths, man. Oh man. That, that's that's interesting stuff to me yeah anyway, save it for another show man. yeah i'll have to have you back because we didn't even get into things like community building and all that kind of stuff that you guys do but i think at uh, speaking of limits an hour of, hey. of podcast nerdery is probably enough for episode one this works this, this works. works okay well thanks dave uh where can folks the usual i should <laughs> as podcaster we should just have a can like just send me your uh Right. Like the, the, what would that be? Outro? Like, My outro. Yeah. Where can people find you, follow you? Just send me that and I'll, no. <laughs> no, you can uh, find me uh, on Twitter at Davatron5000, D A V A T R O N 5000. Uh, and you can listen to the podcast shoptalkshow.com uh, or atxwebshow.com. Those are my podcasts. Um, you can read my blog, daverupert.com. And that's it. All right. There you go. We'll keep watching for Microsoft. See what happens yep. with those guys. Yep. And, Up and uh, comer. Yeah. Look for episode two. Uh, actually, I think if the scheduling aligns, uh, Mike, I was going to say Mike Rupert, <laughs> not your brother. Uh, <laughs> Mike Hurley, uh, he runs a podcast network out of the UK, 70decibels.com is who I've got lined up to record next. And uh, he'll have, uh, I'm sure, some British podcasting advice for us and uh i'm chris you can follow me on twitter i chris and this is uh from ssktn.com is where you can find this show many a few others that i do mostly regularly uh not listening to my own advice but uh and follow twitter or follow ssktn on twitter at ssktn thanks for listening have a good day bye